Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Blurdy Couple Podcast. You are here with your hosts, Hope and AJ. And we are the, the Blurdy, Blurdy Couple. Couple. Hey AJ, how are you doing this week? I'm doing alright. That's about it. Wow. Nothing else to say? What about you? Um, you know, I had a rough week, honestly. Uh, honestly, I did. So, and I don't even have this on the docket to talk about, but like, actually, I think it is in love. Um, so I'll talk about this more in our next segment, but like last week, I think I had a really good week last week because like I had been like doing, I, I felt like I was doing really good at my job and people were, I was getting like good feedback and stuff like that. And then it's just like, I did one thing wrong and I just started like spiraling. Oh. And then it just made the whole week bad. And, you know, when the week started off, I was just tired. I was so tired after last week. And I was just like, bro, these weekends be going by so fast. Yeah. We we threw hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, because like, for real, I really just, I feel like really Saturday is the only day I really have to relax. Because then Sunday I'm like mentally prepping for Monday. Uh-huh. So, you know. I was thinking last weekend, I was just like, I should take a day or two off just for mental health. I was just like, obviously, I don't think I can rest as much as I want to because of Avery, but I was just like, just mentally, I can just take a break from work. Yeah. Because like literally having to split my mind between the full-time job of being a mom and then my other full-time job of being a data scientist is hard. That's that's why that PTO, man, is there for a reason. Yeah. Just use it. So I was just like, I need to take a day or two off. Um, but especially with everything going on, exactly. But we have a lot of stuff coming up at work, so I I talked myself out of it. I was just like, no, I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll, you know I'll I'll figure it out. And then my week just it just went from worse to worser, and I really should have took those days off. (laughs) That's what Sarah always says. So you know, next time I think I need to take a mental health break, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. And you be telling me, look who talking. I know it's it's so hard. It's so easy to give advice and and not take the same advice you be given. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, it's I've been doing the uh, the algo prep. I hate algo prep. Like the leak code questions and the hacker rank and all that stuff. These are this is stuff that we will never use. 99% of the time, you will not use any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know. It feels like at first the programming interview was to like see if you were familiar with coding mm-hmm. at first. And then it somehow it just devolved into what it is now. I think I, it's all just an ego trip. Yeah, I, I hate it with a passion. On the one hand, it's an ego trip, and on the other hand, it's like it's laziness. It's a combination of ego and laziness. How how laziness? Well, for the um, like the lead code hacker rank type stuff. Uh-huh. To me, that's laziness because first of all, you see how them questions be written up there. Oh yeah, so hacker rank is horrible. It's it's worse <laughs> than lead code. And then aside from that, it's just like. The way the questions are written, they're only going to test you on, like, algorithms that are easy to check and verify. Yeah. Like, automa- automatically, like, verify. Ah, uh, but, but, like, at my old job, it was, it was, like, 
20 different algorithms that you had to bring everything to. And then they had to be done in a specific order Mm -hmm. just to make it to where the, I guess the data is polished Mm -hmm. or is workable. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, in most cases, you probably wouldn't be even using that algorithm. But like most of these algorithms, they test you on in on these like leak code based, like, you know, um, testing things. It's like classical algorithms that are easy to test, but you don't necessarily you typically don't use them on a day to day basis in the job. Yeah. And if you do like test driven development and it's it's kind of obsolete because basically how I'm going to write my algorithm is based on what the test cases are. And that's how I compare my stuff. And then that's how I actually like develop how the code will look. Mm-hmm. And if you have like leak code or a hacker rank, you can't just go out and look at the test cases. They won't let you do that. Cause hell in the problem <laughs> statement, they don't, it don't even be right. Like they be missing words. I'd be mad confused. Well, yeah abolish the uh, tech <laughs> yeah abolish the, the tech, tech interviews <laughs> please um, it's it's more annoying than anything yeah it's an annoyance <sighs> anyway best of luck to you sir um best of luck to you i'll need it but the other thing i was gonna I say will is need it. okay so i wrote this on the docket when i was mad because everybody in the house was asleep except for me oh like including a lawyer just like bro y'all all just be knocked out and i just be what was this? Was this last night? It was yesterday. Yesterday? Afternoon. Oh. But it's happened several times. I can think of three times that I, it's just everybody been asleep. And it just, what really takes it over the edge is seeing Aloy laid out on the floor. <laughs> that takes me over the edge. They were in a random spot. Yes. Like on a hardwood floor. Yes. That takes me over the edge. I'm just like, okay. Well, I mean, I, I took Avery and I wanted you to get a nap. And you maybe nap like what twenty minutes, twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah. And here you come down the stairs. It's really really hard for me now. To it's hard for me to do anything without Avery because it's, it feels like I'm always like, okay, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Yeah. That's where my mind always goes. And then like, so AJ took her, and it was just real quiet. I just heard music playing, and it was quiet, and which should have been relaxing for me. But then I was just like, what's happening? Is she okay? I can't hear her. Is she okay? She was doing all right. So, yeah, I got to get better at that. My, I, I, I recognize that, like, I don't know. You know I have control issues. I talk about it all the time. And I just have this concern and this fear that, like, you know, I'm going to one day be like, okay, you know, somebody else take care of Avery. And then something's going to happen. And I'm going to be, it's, I'm blame myself. So, Thanks for me to work on, for oh. sure. Oh. Yeah. So um what's what's on the uh the docket here? What we got? Um the other thing I was gonna talk about was mom reflexes. Because oh. you don't I don't think you realize like certain things happen to your body when you have, you, you you know grow a child, obviously. Oh. But something with those reflexes, man, like I didn't realize like how serious mom reflexes were until like so the other day, you know, everybody got a story about when their baby rolled off the bed for the first time. Avery ain't rolled off the bed, okay? I'm not gonna let that happen. But the other day I did put her on the couch and I was trying to put on the baby bjorn so I could put her in the bjorn. And then like 
She's, Home girl is rolling. She, she rolling everywhere these days. Home girl has six degrees of a uh, movement, <laughs> of motion. So um, she was moving on six axes. Axes, <laughs> no, but um, I put her down and I was putting on the Bjorn. And then all I know is I reacted. I didn't even know what had happened. I would just react it, and then I took stock of like what had actually happened. So she had started to roll off the couch, and the, I moved so fast to catch her and stop her. Mm-hmm. It was just I just couldn't I just couldn't believe like I was just like dang my body moved before I even knew what was happening. Yeah. So it's ingrained you, in you. That's that's something that you know can't be explained. Yeah, Next, she, you're gonna be lifting my car. If if it needs to happen. If it needs to happen. If it needs to happen. Okay. All right, but um, anyway, so on to leading with love. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, um, oh, okay. So this week, actually, so I had two different topics that I want to talk about, and I think I took the other one off because we talked about self doubt, yeah, a couple weeks ago, and I just talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I'm. I think that's what it is. What I was uh, what I was talking about. Double judging yourself. Yeah, double judging. Yeah, it, we talked about self doubt, and I was going to talk about how like self doubt can really be crippling because what I dealt with this week was like. It was one thing that happened, and I was just like, well, okay, I'm going to tell y'all the whole story. So I was at work, and basically, I'd be proposing experiments, and then like I show it to the whole group so that I could get approval and buy-in before I proceed with doing the experiment. So I proposed the experiment, and like I remember that day that I proposed it, I got really good feedback. It was like, yes, this is a great document, write up, blah, blah, blah. But then, additionally, my internet was acting wild. So I kept getting disconnected when I was like presenting my proposal, my experimental approach. So I don't actually know if this person gave me feedback or not, but like last week they had basically pointed out an issue with my approach, which was fine. Cause I was just like, you know, I haven't actually done too much of this before. So I'm, I'm welcoming all the feedback I can get so I can learn, but it was just like, it was a wrong moment to do it. Yeah. I was like, I would have appreciated this feedback before I actually started experimenting. You had the opportunity to do that. Oh, we did it. Yeah, so um, after that, it was kind of like moving forward into the next week. I started questioning my experimental approach after they sowed that seed of doubt mm-hmm. within me. And then, so I was just like, I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And it was kind of like I was paralyzed then by self-doubt Yeah, to the point where I, like, I felt like I wasn't doing anything because I was just like, okay, I'm just completely useless. And it's bad, you know, it can get that way. But then I, didn't, I realized that I didn't really have anything to say about it as far as, like, how to help people. Because I'm still trying to figure out how to help myself with that. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me talk about something else. So for this week, on Leading with Love, I wanted to pose a question to you, and then we can talk about this. Okay. Would you stay in a relationship if you knew the other person wasn't physically attracted to you? And this is based off of, if y'all watch Love is Blind Season 2. It's based off of that, and this is a spoiler alert for that. Which couple? Okay, so there's a couple on Love is Blind Season 2. They're an Indian couple. Deepthi and Abby Shake. He goes by Shake. Yeah. Okay. He got up there, and he was being su- real superficial, and he was like, no, the whole point of Love is Blind is that you fall in love blindly. You don't see the other person. Yeah. And he's like asking questions like, you know, if we were at a concert, would I be able to hold you on my shoulders? Would you? What them yams looking like? He was... No, it was all based off of weight. It and, wasn't even about that. It oh, was okay. all like, you know, if, yes. If I bought you jeans, if the, if what the house is on fire, I would I be able to carry you out the house? It was stuff like that. Jesus. And every everybody was looking at him crazy. And the woman who he ended up proposing to, she was looking at him like, you know, the this is a turnoff for you to be asking these types okay. of questions. 
because number one, she actually had lost a lot of weight recently. Uh-huh. And number two, she was like, this completely defeats the purpose of the whole experiment that you're doing this. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, it was, it, it probably was triggering for her. It probably was. Yeah. So they meet or whatever. And he's acting like, oh my God, you're so hot, blah, blah. But then they go on like the, the vacation where they see if they could like build physical intimacy because they've already built emotional intimacy. And he basically said that he felt like she, he was with his aunt and he wasn't physically attracted Lord. to her. Lord. Okay. But he still tried to stay with her and make the relationship work. What her elbows look like? They won't lose. Not that I saw. She didn't have loose elbows. She didn't have loose elbows. But anyway, so that's why I posed this question. Would you stay in a relationship with somebody who you were not physically attracted to? Ain't nothing wrong with some loose elbows. Okay, Jay. So what's your answer? What you think? I'm trying to look up what she looked like. What's her name? Deep D. Love is blind. D E E P D. Wait. Oh, D E E P T I. Right? Yes. He tripping. That's what everybody said. It was like, she is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah that's weird. I don't, I don't know what well, his Well, the whole problem thing is. about it was that he had never dated an Indian woman before. He said Wait, his type was Indian? white blonde. He is Indian. I don't know. I think it was some self hate, and he actually addressed it. He said it's, he felt like he had never dated Indian woman because he was. It was some like self self image issues that he hadn't dealt with within himself. You know what? I be trying to give people the benefit of the doubt because I don't want to completely just judge mm-hmm. somebody like that. But I don't know. He might be a, a weirdo about his own culture. Oh, man. he is for sure. But that's not the point here. The point here is. What would you do in that case? Oh, we're not psychoanalyzing. No. What would you do in that case? Um, I don't know if I could be in it, you know? Okay, yeah. I posed the question wrong. The question wasn't, would you stay in a relationship if you weren't physically attracted to that person? The question was, if you knew the person wasn't physically attracted to you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Would you stay? So, in in the, the case with Deep D, she knew. Like, he told her. He was just like, I'm having trouble, like... You know the physical attraction just is not there. Nah, you can't. You can't. How you how you supposed to go go through? You know what I'm saying? How you supposed to go through with that? Exactly. Like, you can't. The other person is supposed to basically build you up. If if there's nobody else in this world that's supposed to make you feel uh, seen, uh, appreciated, uh, loved, any of that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's how how can you continue to? You know what I'm saying? What's so, up with that? And so another spoiler here. So she ended up, she said no at the altar. Yeah, good. She said she chose herself. And I was just like, more power to you, girl, because you know, clearly he wasn't appreciative of what you were bringing yeah. to the table. And then based on they they South Asian, mm-hmm. based on their um culture, back in the past they wouldn't have had a choice. Mm-hmm. If they was just matched up, they just would have been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so um Yeah, I don't know. I think so I I think I've actually dealt with this in a sense, but I mean, I, I think it really kind of depends on the way the person is. Like most people wouldn't come out and straight up tell you like, I'm not physically attracted to you. But some people, like from my experience, they'll try to get you to do things to your physical appearance. Oh. Like, oh, you should, you know, you should wear your hair this way and only this way. 
and oh you should dress like this and stuff like that yeah and and then it leads you to believe like okay like the way i am dang my 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 jeans don't be you know what i'm saying (laughs) they don't be doing it for i I gotta change the jeans yeah so um i think well i don't think anybody I i think you shouldn't now, if you're in a marriage, I mean, obviously that makes it a little bit more difficult. It yeah. warrants a conversation. The stakes are pretty high. The stakes here. are definitely higher. Um, but that definitely warrants a conversation. But I think that if you're just dating somebody and they're, if you feel that they are not making you feel physically attractive or they actually tell you that they're not physically attracted to you, I think you shouldn't leave. I don't think you can overcome that because even if everything else is there, like the love is there and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That that's, piece that's a, of it is still yeah. one. That piece is important, but on the other hand, it's like it'll you'll become riddled with self doubt. Yeah, it's 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 such a major piece to what 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 builds a marriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because when you get married, you taking the whole person, everything. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like every time I could go into depth about something, I just be like, you know what I'm saying? But really, I'm I'm just asking. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like you could you could find your way based off what I just said. And physicality is a big part of that. Not not it's equal parts. Mm-hmm. It's everything else. So yeah. Um for me, no. I wouldn't be able to do that. Imagine walking around the house getting roasted if you like According to you, I be roasting you. Yeah, you do sometimes. But I don't know. I, but it don't. It's it's not. It's something else. Like maybe I, I just like stepped outside and I had like red shorts and a green shirt. You'd be like, "Why you look like Christmas?" Yeah. Why you walk in the house looking like Christmas? Yeah, I something don't. Like yeah. If I ever say anything to you, like it's not like. What is, I do think there's a line. There's definitely a line. Like, I don't think you should be having people. You should she let go, people she admitting it. She admitting it. Looking at oh. no, I don't think you should be letting people, especially if you love that person. You shouldn't just be letting them look any type of way. Oh, like if your hair looking crazy, I'm be like, hey, you know, you might want to do something about that. But it's oh, not yeah. gonna be like, hey, I am not physically attracted to you because uh, it's, it's just even be like on a friend level, like you can't just be going out in public looking any kind of way. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just more so like I'm trying to look out for you. It's not so I'm not, I'm not I'm not trying to change you. I'm trying to like you know. Yeah, there's a there's a line. There's yeah, there's a line definitely there. it's a thin line. It's a thin line. But sure. he was he was over that line. I mean, he straight up said it, and it was like every confessional he was talking about how it's just you know that animalistic attraction is just not there. It's not there. Anyway, you just want a blindie. That's if you want a blindie, just say you just want say a blindie. that. Just say that. Yeah. Why are you wasting these people' film? Sitting up because they want to get famous. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, how can you once once you put somebody in a situation like that on TV, and we know how big people get from these shows? Like, how genuine is the show really? That's what I be questioning. Like, uh, real world to a certain extent, I'd be like, mm, maybe because they there with cameras there around three months. 24 mm-hmm. 7 so it's like yeah of course the real person will come out mm-hmm. but love is blind what a month tops right so it's like i got my rent saved up for one month i could go and do the show and then be back so i don't know yeah 
I'm weary of all reality dating shows. It's good entertainment. You're gonna get the worst of people. Exactly. What's the what's the word? Uh, guilt, guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Guilty pleasure. It's yeah, that's the, the guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. What's the uh, next thing? <laughs> Ukraine. I don't have that on the Zelensky. Docket. No. Well, okay, because I don't. Okay, all right. So moving on to the culture. Um, I have one thing I want to talk about that's not up here, but as far as World War Three. I don't, um, I haven't been following it very closely. My heart certainly goes out to the people in Ukraine. Like, they're just getting bombed left and right. I saw a video of, like, some um, babies from the neonatal intensive care unit that were, like, in a bomb shelter. It's just, it's crazy. So, yeah, like, my prayers and heart go out to the people in Ukraine. Um, but I didn't want to give, like, a political analysis of because I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean... Uh, Domestic politics is enough. That's enough to keep up with. Mm-hmm. About that's my whole thing. I'm just like, bro, because okay, because everybody keeps saying like, oh, it's about to be World War Three, and like, oh, the U.S. is gearing up to send troops over there, blah blah. blah. Yeah, I don't know to what level the U.S. is planning to get involved. I do know Biden and Obama have come out and issued statements, but my whole thing is that like, we got enough stuff going on over here. Yeah. Like it is an SS over here. Okay. Yeah. But but my heart does go out to um all the people in uh Ukraine, mm-hmm. Ukrainians over there. Cause I I saw the pictures of, um, people trying to leave Kiev. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the traffic patterns on like Google Maps. Looking at that stuff, uh, I actually hopped on Snapchat, and then looked at some of the snaps coming out of certain parts of uh Ukraine. It's it was- wild to see it in real time. Yeah, that that's the crazy part. That's that's what's so crazy about the war. Um because like in Europe, who's who's actually like starting a war now? Of course, this is let's separate. This is white Europe. Mm-hmm. Of course there are wars going on, proxy wars going on in the Middle East. In Africa, all of that stuff. Some some stuff going down down in uh, South America. But this is like actual, like, in the spotlight. Mainstream media is actually covering this. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to see. So if you if you on Snapchat, just, I don't know, it's weird. It was a black dude in I Ukraine. He was making chicken I stew. It. I saw it. It's just really crazy to see all that stuff in real time. It is. And have different people's reactions to it. What is going on? Yeah. And that's why I was saying black people joke about everything. The big. Because, but I think, again, just a couple years ago when it was just like, <laughs> when it was talking about World War Three again back, was it Russia again? Was it Russia or was it uh, Korea? Korea. Well, it's, we had something with Korea and Russia. Uh, so North Korea, it was when it was like we got a bomb, yeah, that can touch the United States. Yeah, we got one. Yeah, and then it was just like eh, whatever. But Trump like played into it. <laughs> well, we need a nigger navy. <laughs> <laughs> was that the same time? Was that the same time? <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kim Jong Un. There was him and Trump was going through it. That was World War Three, and then I think it was a proxy war or something 
where Syria was it Syria? I don't know. Or Iraq? Something about we bombed like they they I don't know. I vaguely but remember. But Russia was on the other side of that conflict. Okay, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's always something going on, but black people are gonna find a humor in it because I feel like the reason that we specifically find humor in everything that's like serious. It's because, like, when you think about historically everything that black people have been through, we have to. Otherwise, we would just be in a constant state of despair. Yeah, constant state of rage. Because it's not like, it's not like this stuff is happening. It's just like it takes us out of all, like, otherwise peaceful existence. Yeah. It's just like, no, we got stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff that we're dealing with mentally. And it's just like, we got to find humor in something. Yeah. To not just completely collapse and, like, become catatonic because we can't deal. I'm about to say my my bandwidth hmm, is running out. Running out. Running real low. It's running real low. Running real low. Real low. Uh, between studying, uh, paying attention to the news domestically, Avery. Yeah. Um, Avery alone. Um. So yeah, I haven't been paying that much attention. Uh, the uh, president of Ukraine. He was just like, I'm here. They said I left, now I'm here. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it was one video where this car was driving down the street. A tank was coming in the other direction. The mm. tank swerved out from where it was going to hit the car. And then it, the tank just stayed on top of the car. They were wow. able to save the old man wow. that was in the car. But this is cruel. And another thing I want to say... On the same note of being able to watch this stuff in real time, again, we have become so desensitized. Yeah. These videos are just flooding our neural pathways and we just watching it like it's this is like horror movie level stuff. We should not just be sitting here watching it and being like, dang, that's crazy. Like, this is absurd that that all these vi- these videos are coming out and people are just consuming it as if it's like entertainment. Yeah. This is crazy. And that's why I, I don't know. It's like one thing you want to be informed, on the other hand, you like don't want to be like I don't want to like desensitize myself. I don't watch a lot of videos. When I see videos of like police harming black people, I don't watch them anymore because it does it does more to hurt my psyche than like help me stay informed. There's been a few stories that then came out I since know, we don't do yeah since we don't do a weekly yeah you know we probably don't we probably don't cover enough yeah um but yeah even the uh, video of the soldiers that were dancing on Snake Island. Mm-hmm. It's all very. It's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, prayers go out. Yeah, prayers go out for real. Like seriously, praying for everybody who is affected by this. If you have family over in the Ukraine, if you are in the Ukraine, you have family in the um, armed forces that you're like concerned about now. Like, definitely prayers and hearts go out to y'all. Yeah. Um. And also prayers to like the refugees leaving. Yeah. Um. African uh, people having trouble getting into other countries. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, but moving on to something lighter. Um, so I got into a semi-argument with my family today because I told them that I was going to cut my hair. Because <laughs> honestly, I'm really sick and tired of my hair right now. Like, I'm sick and tired of it. I don't never have time to do it. And I'm just like, I always said, I think I remember I had a conversation with you. I was like, I kind of want to see what I would look like with a shortcut, but... I don't have the courage to do it, but I was just like, I think that once I become a mom, 
it's gonna make the most sense, and that's when I would do it to see what I look like with a shortcut, and yeah. then I would, I would, I won't have much time to do my hair anyway, so it makes the most sense. I'm right here behind you. I'm in support. Yes, yeah, so I, like, I said I was gonna do it. do it. So I said I told my family in our family group chat, and <laughs> my mom, and my older sister, was just like, "What?" So I don't know. My mom has this really weird thing. I don't know if any other black black people out there have yeah. moms who are like super, yeah. like like super aggressively like against you doing anything to your hair. Like first of all, when I I remember that one time I had like dyed my hair, she was like so mad about it. But then she saw it. And she was like, oh, okay, look at her. Oh, man, I liked it. And then yeah. I remember another time I cut my hair, and, and and then she was like, I don't know why you cutting your hair. And then she saw it. Like, oh, okay, look, we get it. So. She has always been like aggressively against doing anything to your hair, but specifically against cutting your hair. And I just, I never really understood why. Cause I was just like, it's not that it's his hair will grow back. And she said that her mom told her that when you cut your hair, you stun it, something like that. She was like, I don't know how. I was just like, so now we run into this issue where you have people passing down misinformation and then you just go with it. And I'm just like, bro, but I don't, I don't know. It, it bothers me because I'm just like, I feel like people should be able to do whatever they want to do to their hair. It's not hurting anybody. So I don't understand why you were so like adamantly against it. And she told me, this is what she just said. She told me that if I cut my hair, because my sister said, oh, you know, why don't you just get extension? Why don't have you considered getting a um, protective style instead of just cutting your hair? And I'm just like, well, I can get knotless braids with short hair or long hair. And my mom was like, yeah, but it was, is it, those are extensions. And I was just like, it's extensions regardless. But she was like, well, whatever you do, if you cut your hair, don't be getting extensions. And I was like, what do you have against extensions? What do you have against extensions? Oh. And she was just like, people people that have long hair, they cut it, and then they, they wish they still had their hair. I was like, I don't think that's what's going on. So I think it's something weird with the older generation where they yeah. see stuff like that. I, I mean, I think it draws back to the way that emphasis was placed on hair back in the day because you know black people they used their hair to kind of like assimilate remember because back in the day they would start straight their hair and blah blah and there was a weird emphasis on hair even like a lot of that stuff is still in the black community to today where you go oh you got good hair i know you have long hair and blah blah it's such a such an emphasis on that where me i'm kind of like detached from that i don't care no more i used to care but i'm just kind of like oh hair is hair it'll grow back Mm-hmm. whatever but she's kind of still in that where she's looking at it like it's a i think she looks at it as kind of like a status symbol you know it's kind of like i mean it's it's i mean it's hair golden yeah golden again hair. in the bible if you could grow your hair look how long your hair is like people get weaved to have hair as long as yours and that's that's nice and all but i don't but that's do that's why that's why <laughs> I'm just telling you. Yeah. Some people would like their hair to be that long. Yes. But your mama, your mama could grow her hair out. Well, then she talking about you know when you get older, your hair starts to grow slower. And I personally think she would look real cute with a shortcut. Personally, but she's talking about something. Yeah, because I'm older, I would be able to pull that off. Somebody I'm should, like, so you saying my head too big to pull it off? <laughs> one of y'all should uh, Photoshop a uh, boozy fade. Oh, that was already in my plans. Okay. My plans was already to Photoshop myself with a shortcut and send it to them. Because <laughs> now, now I got to play with them now that they reacted like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. I was talking about somebody Photoshopping your mama hair. Well, anyway. What's wrong with that? That's funny. But, um. 
Anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because it's like currently happening right now, and I just think it's hilarious. And I'm just like, this is weird to me. It shouldn't have. It should not have garnered that much of a reaction. Yeah, it was. You know, it was just like in passing. It's like they were lobbying. Yes, and I was just like, this is something that would make my life easier, and it would actually make me happier because I kind of need. I don't think they realize like how dark of a place I've kind of been mentally, and I've tried to tell them. And it's just like specifically my mom. I don't feel like she's listening. Yeah. And I'm just like, this would actually help me. It would help me get some time back and I would feel better about myself. And I would feel, I kind of want a fresh start, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Anyway. Do it. Um, well, I said I'm do me regardless. So y'all feel do how it. y'all feel. I'm do me regardless. Um, but anyway, moving on. Um, the one last thing I want to talk about. So I heard, okay. so I listened to the Cable on Stage podcast. Here's the thing. And they were talking about like getting their, um, their kids' cars when they turn 16, whatever. So I kind of want to talk about it here because I don't think we've ever talked about that. Okay. How do you feel about, you know, getting kids' cars at 16? And how did, did you get a car when you turned Yeah, 16? I had a car when I was 16. I had my little Honda Accord, I 1994. We were poor. The little green you. hornet. <laughs> huh? I said, I did not. We were poor. <laughs> I mean, my grandma got it for me. Yeah, there's. So it was a gift yeah, for I mean, my I birthday. Think, just because you have a car does not mean that your family necessarily has money. It just means that they might have had, you know, spare cars. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I remember exactly where the car dealership was <laughs> that she got it from. Lord have mercy. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it as long as the, uh, as long as people understand what it means to like have it. Or the yeah. kids understand. Because yeah. I got my license when I was 15. Mm-hmm. So I had already taken the class. Like, I, I took didn't the get my license until I was 19. Mm. Well, I was almost 19. Yeah, I mean, if, if you then took the appropriate classes and stuff, then you kind of understand what it means to like have a car. Because mm-hmm. I took one class, which was the class with my daddy. Um, and then I actually enrolled in another class in school. Mm-hmm. So like my driving instructor was the defensive and offensive line coach for for the football team. So that was intimidating mm-hmm. sitting there driving or whatever. And we used to drive during the day yeah. in the, at the school. So um, I learned that way. And I don't know, I just ever since then, I've just been driving. And then when something was wrong with my car, like I had to get down there and fix it. Yeah. So I kind of like understood like how much went into getting a car. Yeah. I think it it varies based on the kid. If you if you got a sixteen year old that's like out here wilding, then maybe not. Yeah. So me, I so I didn't get my license until I was almost eight, 19. But the reason is because I knew I wasn't getting a car. Mm. So it wasn't necessarily that I was just like, I didn't get a car because I didn't have my license. I just knew that none of what's us got the, a car. What's the point? None of yeah. us got a car when we were 16. My mom had her van. She barely let me drive that van with my permit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't, it's really no point for me, you know? Yeah. And um, even though I took those classes, I still got speeding tickets like yeah. every year until I was 19. Yeah. 20? Well, so would you get Avery or, or the rest of our kids, would you get them cars when they turn yeah. 16? Yeah. Do you feel like you would make them like go through a struggle car or would you get them like a new car? Um, I don't know. Because when I was in high school, they told me, 
or a friend of mine told me I should get a struggle car first. Mm-hmm. So when I do get a nice car, you would appreciate it. I would appreciate it. I will say I never had a struggle car. When I finally got a car, it, it was a used car, it but was, it wasn't. It a was decent. Car. You had a decent first car. Yeah, a pretty decent first yeah. car. Yeah, a really good first car. Yeah, I mean, again, it was used, but it wasn't like a beat up old Toyota or nothing like that. Yeah, I had a. It was fairly. It was only like a few years old. My joint, the speedometer stopped working two years in. Yeah. So I was in college, no speedometer. <laughs> speeding down the highway, speeding down I 26, trying to get to my eight o'clock class. Don't know what speed I'm going. That's crazy. But that me, is crazy. Personally, I don't think I would make. I do think it's some things that kids have to experience in order to appreciate it. But I feel like if we have the means, I would give them a new car because they have they usually have safety features that help the kids. Yeah, that's that's my. I'm the, I don't want you to have an old car if you not you could have much more safety features on a brand new car, and I would feel much more comfortable with you going out and driving around. Yeah, that's that's the thing. So with Avery, you got to get a newer car with safety features. Yes. And you don't want her to have a busted down car because right. if the car break down in the middle of nowhere, yeah. you don't want that situation going yeah, on. Yeah, because I feel like the the typical approach is like if you don't get them, if you don't give them a new car, you just give them like, oh, okay, here you can have my old car. We'll get a new car. Yeah. But it's just like at that point, if there are much more safety features on a newer car, knowing how I am, I think I'll be much more comfortable with her driving a newer car that has all the newest and latest safety features. Than driving a, a older car that's just like oh it has safety features but not as much you know yeah um yeah that's the same way I feel yeah uh, I mean I had a beat up car it I mean it wasn't beat up beat up but it was it was an older car yeah um something for me to practice on and I knew how to change a tire change the oil change the radiator all the fluids and stuff I knew how to do all of that so. It I don't know how to do nothing but check my oil. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. There's that. But hey, I haven't had an issue with enough. I ain't brought, I ain't busted out of my cars. Yeah. I ain't done none of that stuff. I know how to check the oil. If I need to go get oil change, I take it to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Man, but with that, my first car, pff, I changed the window, the window motor, geez. all that. I think I remember that too. But that's because. By the time I finally got my first car, like I had a job and everything, so I could pay for that stuff. Yeah, I was broke. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on to video games. Oh, video games. Um. Yeah. So I started playing Forbidden West. Uh, I've probably played five hours, tops. Um. It. It looks magical, right? It doesn't look real. Um, probably should have kept that on because that's what I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna cut the noise or whatever. Um, but yeah, it just it just doesn't look real to me. It, it looks fantastical, whimsical. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Um, there's there's a little bit more movement towards it. It looks like. Certain cut scenes, it, it has movement, it has motion capture on the face. It looks like a well-produced product. Um, I do not like how they lean so much into climbing. Uh, and climbing is a little bit janky. Um, 
don't necessarily like it. Uh, they did expand all the stuff so you can upgrade your bow. You can upgrade your uh, the stick you carrying or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other tools that you can use to uh, interact with the environment. So I feel like it's it's a nice upgrade from um, the initial game, and this is setting up to be a good sequel. Mm-hmm. So hopefully um everything is good from here on out um but as far as now i'm really enjoying it okay. really enjoying it so the the combat with the machines man it's it's just nothing else nothing else compares nothing else okay well, they also got the black people were looking real nice in there. Oh, yeah. Black people look like black people. Yes. It's yeah. great to see. Hair and all. Yes. They got the textures really like, they look like, like real people. Yeah. Real black people. Yes. So, um, yeah, with a lot of the tribes, uh, you, you do have a mix. So, like, there, I don't think there's a racial component. I don't, <clears throat> I don't think. <clears throat> Cause you got white people, you got um, black people, you got uh, Asian people, you got you got a whole host of people in there. Mm-hmm. So nobody's left out, and it's a, it's like that across all the tribes. That's cool. So how how have the the gaming bros been about it? Have they said there the game is too woke for them? I don't know. I haven't really paid attention to that. Like I said, my bandwidth is just like. So I don't, I haven't been to Reddit. I haven't been um, in the uh, Twitter threads. Um, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, climbing. I just don't like climbing. <laughs> That's the only point. They leaned really far into that. Um, and I, excuse me. Um, the world is so beautiful. Like I would prefer to not do climbing puzzles like it's Assassin's Creed. I just felt like with Assassin's Creed, it's just like it's ingrained in it. Like we know what Assassin's Creed is. It's parkour mm-hmm. or whatever. So like climbing puzzles in a Horizon game, I don't know if I, you know. But I mean, it is what it is. Okay. Uh, so Elden Ring also came out, which. Yeah, that came out. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be getting it. Okay. All right. Um. Um. But it's getting tens across the board, okay. evidently. So uh, there were some talks about stuttering and some performance drops, not having a consistent 60 frames. Mm. But that's kind of what you get with open world games. Like this is their first open world game. Uh, brand new IP. I mean, I only said IP because of what we talked about. <laughs> but... uh yeah, this is this is their open world game. So you as opposed to like the linear path that they usually follow with uh like Dark Souls and Sekiro and uh Bloodborne, this is just different. So um it would have been nice to have them, you know, collaborate with uh some other tech companies to like help them polish up some parts of that. But overall, I think people are really excited about it and uh, really enjoying playing it. So, okay. 
I mean, if you enjoy it, do that. Okay. Well, y'all know I don't really be playing nothing. Um, there has been a whole controversy about Wordle again because people are still convinced that it's like harder since the New York Times took over. And you know, I looked into this, and they—I mean—they said that the source code is still the same, like the way Wordle is, is written. Like you could literally, if you, if you access the source code, source code, you could literally see all the words. all the words because it's not like it's like generating random letter sequences that actually make real words it's like they actually just have words hard-coded yeah. into it and it's just like it follows a sequence and there's not even they're not even being randomly selected they just like in order yeah being spit out so the original so um what i was about to say uh i play world double Oh, you played World Duel? Yeah, I played World Duel. Nah, they should have named it something else. Yeah, those, that's... Mm, yeah, okay. yeah, they should have... World Duel? It don't even sound right. It don't sound right. They could have... Worlder? I don't know. So basically what they do um, is they show you the shape of the country. Mm-hmm. And then you have to guess that... Yeah, AJ has a strange geography prowess. A strange geography prowess. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. So basically, um, they they showed you the picture of the uh, country, right? Um, and then you guess what what country that is, and if you guess wrong, it'll it'll give you an arrow pointing to what direction the actual country is from what the answer is. Mm-hmm. So if I put, say, the answer is France, mm-hmm. um. And I type in, oh, France, which it doesn't, but oh, France looks like America. And then they'll be like, okay, you put in America, but France is to the, to the east of you. Mm-hmm. And it's to the east of you, of, of your guess, like, let's say 3,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, that's kind of how you arrive at that point. Okay. So um, the other day, what was, what was the country? I can't remember what the country was, but it was it was a joy. Was I a didn't know that you had been playing it because AJ. So I, I just played one. AJ got a one out of six on World Wordle, and I mean he guessed the word on the first try. And after that, he said he played on the game and he has not played it since. Yeah, I haven't played it since. So I told him that he should <laughs> play World Duel. Once I found out that that game existed, I was like, "This looks like it was made for you." So I told him to play that. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start posting that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna post that in our little uh, Discord. Yeah, they're gonna be like, nah, bro. Nah, <laughs> but you nah. should post it. But who knows? Somebody else might be in uh, very, very the very group. Just because I'm not good at it, don't mean nobody else is. That likes geography. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else in gaming? Um, I can't think of anything. I don't think I still haven't beat Sifu. I haven't played it in like a week. Mm-hmm. A week and a half, okay. something like that. Right. Um, I, I made it to the. Be Sean. Yeah, ain't one of them. Oh, I gotta check Discord then. See what he said. I mean, he tagged you. But yeah, I got to the fourth boss, and then yes, he you said know. he finally beat that. <laughs> he said I finally beat that bastard Yang. <laughs> okay, so he beat the game. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> Uh, actually, they're coming out with some uh, updates. They're gonna change. You're gonna be able to change the character's outfit. Okay. Whatever. So, all right. Um, we're moving on to anime. 
Oh, Gran Turismo coming out. Mm. Gran Turismo 7. That's going to be lit. Did you see the trailer for that? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. State of play for that? I think I have, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't think you did. Okay. It's gorgeous. Okay. I'm going to get it. All right. Okay, we're moving on to anime and manga. Um, So, I actually have not watched the latest episode of Attack on Titan. So, by the time this episode comes out, I will probably be two episodes behind because... um, I don't know. I'm going to try to watch it. We'll see. But I can't give y'all a review of the latest episode because I haven't watched it yet. But the last episode, I believe, where Aaron got the founding titan and he went on a rampage. But I think I talked about it, though. Yeah, you talked about it. Okay. Well, yeah, I haven't seen anything since then. then. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> but for Demon Slayer, the finale came out. Um, this is a spoiler alert for the finale of Demon Slayer if you have not yet seen it. Um, so obviously we know we're getting a season three. Yeah. Um, but at the end of this season two, we see Nezuko. She was able to use her blood demon nar to heal because basically anybody who got, you know, hit with that poison that the demon had, they was like about to die. And Nezuko used her blood demon nar to basically explode the poison because apparently her blood demon nar only works on demon. demon blood. Yeah. So it hurt her blood somebody else's blood so she explodes it and like it poofs you know no longer as an issue poof be gone yeah your breath is too strong she wanted she protected she protected tanjiro from even getting hit with anything you need some tic tacs okay she protected tanjiro and then she also um healed everybody else so that was really cool to see we also got some more backstory about the two demon siblings you know i still didn't really care um sorry to be mean but you need some listerine not a sip, not a swallow, but the whole damn bottle. All right, we see a, a <laughs> glimpse of... So Tanjiro has finally defeated an upper demon. So he's, you know, he's Hashira-skilled territory right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that the Kamado siblings were the MVPs because Nezuko was the reason that any of them walked out of their lives, to be honest with you. They would have all died otherwise. Yeah. Um. That's crazy. So in the build-up this is what I like about Demon Slayer, right? So, how they reveal the most powerful people in the anime. So, the Hashida are, like, top of the line. These are, like, the best Demon Slayers in the world. And look how they get smacked up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Smacked up. Now, with Naruto, um, you know, once you see like the big guys, they'll be able to beat whoever else, like um, uh, Kakashi and the uh, one of the seven swordsmen, one of the first on their first mission. Like he was able to beat whatever, right? And that comes to fruition. Like you see Kakashi, he's good. You see Itachi, he's good. The uh, third Hokage, he's good, was able to be Orochimaru, mm-hmm. um, all of that stuff. But with Demon Slayer, like, they about to die. Yes. Like, only by the grace of God are they still living. Yes. Every time they, they be, be about to door. die, like, on death's door, yes. they should be dead. It, he leaving with half his arm gone. Yes. He said he retiring. <laughs> yeah, he got to. <laughs> Him and his three wives yes. retired. He but, said, I'm I'm out of here, bro. Yeah. 
this is enough action for me. I've seen enough for my lifetime. And for that reason alone, I think Demon Slayer is like one of the best. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I'm excited to see season three animated because, you know, obviously I know what's going to happen to season three, but excited to see it animated. Oh. Um, how many, the- how many uh, more arcs they got before the last? I believe maybe two. I think they, they already got all the lower demons, right? Or not the uh, upper demons. I believe the next arc is like the last arc before the final arc, if I'm not mistaken. So they did the train. Yes. They did the village. Yes. What's the last one? The uh, sword. Um, The sword. Uh, the sword town. Yeah, sword yes. town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the last one. Before they, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, very exciting to see that. Um, additionally, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, it was announced that they're coming back for season three next year in 2023. So, it seems like a long way from now, but these years have been flying past. Because, I mean, last time I checked, it was 2020, and now it's 2022. So, yeah. we should be in 2023 in no time. Yeah, with COVID especially. Yeah. And Avery is seven months now. That's crazy. That's insane. She almost a year. Literally. She almost a year. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, um, the movie is coming out in the U.S. March 18th. So that's going to be released in theaters, obviously. In a few weeks? Yeah, not going to see it in theaters, but I'll be on standby for digital. Yeah. Yeah. We may be able to go see that. Maybe we'll see. They it depends on, on how many again. people. They lift it on the mandates again. We're never in the cycle. They lift yeah. the mandates. They say, oh, my God. Cases are surging. Let's put these things back in place. Wait, cases they, really? Again. They lift the mandates again. They're starting to lift mandates again. Oh, now they're saying the that only. They said basically, if you're at risk of catching of severe illness from COVID, then you should wear a mask. That's their new guidance. Only people at severe risk of COVID should wear um, N95s. Anyway, I'm gonna wear my Air Max 95s. <laughs> Um, moving on to TV shows and movies. Um, I have been watching The Mentalist. We know. <laughs> I'm in season four. That's crazy. I'm closing in on the season finale. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there. Well, the um, this is a spoiler alert for Euphoria. So the latest episode of Euphoria. I don't really have much to say because we've just been watching Lexi's play, which, you know, has been really interesting to see. But um, the biggest thing for me is that Fizz and Ashtray better not die because they clearly getting set up in next episode. It's all going to come to a head. Yeah, I'm good on that. So we'll see. If somebody um, die. I just don't want Fizz or Ashtray to die. They can take Nate Jacobs. They can take him. <laughs> Nate, Nate can go. Nate can go. For that matter, Maddie can too. Not Maddie. Cassie can too. Nate is McKibben. He is not even. Who do drugs? Nate is an abusive person. Who do drugs? He beat up. He was beating up Maddie. He choked her and all that stuff. Oh jeez. Yes, that's that's why people don't like. I was just I was just trying to come up with something funny. Yeah, it's okay. You didn't have to press me. It's not funny. Okay. Okay. So um, moving on. I was just the Bel Air. The uh the eight mile version of McKibben. No. The eight mile version. All right. So um. Bel Air, I've been watching Bel Air on Peacock. Great show, man. 
great show. Uh, I'll try to watch the first episode. I'm really enjoying on. it. I think the casting is amazing. They did a great job casting this show. And I honestly think, like, I mean, it's a fresh new take on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's not a comedy. There are funny moments, but it's more of a drama. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I really think that they casted it really well. I think that's what's driving me to enjoy it so much. Hold on. I didn't... Now that you... you smitten on it now the way you coming out talking about it i might just watch the first I episode it. okay yeah because I, I know you've been saying it but that's that's high praise coming from you I, no because i have low standards so i don't you're right you're right so i'm gonna I'm wait i'm gonna hear what somebody else got to say it's i mean i mean the only reason i started watching those because everybody had been saying yo this this the show is great the show is great and mm-hmm. so because the screening happened not too long ago and everybody was like yo bellier is great okay. so that's why i finally watched it and i'm just like yo this show is really good i mean obviously carlton he on drugs in this one yeah and i saw that he, he let, let people use yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, you know but Carlton was a little. I wouldn't. Old. I wouldn't put that past the regular Carlton. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like the things that the people, the characters are doing in this version is like, if the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was a more serious show, their characters would have made some of these decisions. Yeah. So. Also, uh, people were having an issue with Ashley being gay at twelve years old <sighs> when Ashley was Boy sexualized crazy. back right. then. Ashley was boy crazy on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Tevin Campbell was up there. He kissed yeah. her at her, like, what, 12, 13th birthday party? And then the other dude, what's the other dude that's always somebody's girlfriend <laughs> with the curly hair? I don't remember, but all they I play know putt, is, putt. all I'm saying is, it was basically all of Ashley's story arcs on Fresh Prince Bel-Air involved a boy. Yeah. So for them to be saying, oh, I just don't think they should be sexualized at her young age, they only pull out the word sexualized when it's not heteronormative. Yeah. When okay. is, uh, what about Hillary? How's Hillary? Coco Jones is doing a great job playing Hillary. Coco and they've Jones. added way more dimensions to Hillary. Okay. Coco Jones. Yeah. I, I thought Hillary didn't get any uh, character development until her uh, fiance passed away. Yes. Trevor. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Hillary. A, I, maybe her fiance going to pass away on this, too. She does not even. Okay. Well, the way Hillary. She, he might. They really might play that and it might make it more serious. Yeah. It's. He passed away uh, proposing skydiving. Sky yeah, yeah, crazy. Oh yeah. Um, but the way Hillary is set up, Hillary isn't like super ditzy and aloof. The way they made her in the original, mm-hmm. like Hillary is, she's a chef, she's a content creator. Yeah, she's super fashionable. Obviously, I hope they have her being able to sing because Coco Jones can sing. Okay. And um, who's Coco Jones? Um, she used to be a Disney actor. And then she she does a lot of stuff with Terrell. You know, I watched Terrell show. Yeah, Coco Jones. T and Coco. T and Coco. Yeah, T and Coco. No, I don't know Coco. Let it shine. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Is it wait? Is it the little girl from? She was on Let It Shine with Tyler James Williams. Wait, is was that the little girl that was on uh No, that's they not the same person. Alright. Nah, they not. Okay. This is getting boring. This yeah. is just me going through Google. Uh-huh. Anyway, so yeah, um, I'm enjoying Bel Air. Recommend that show to y'all. Who who else? Uh is Aunt Viv light skin or dark skin? Aunt Viv is brown skin, slash dark skin. Okay. And um, she's an artist. Uncle Phil. 
Uncle Phil Darskin. Is he warm? Is he a warm guy? Like he was warm on Fresh Prince? Um, I wouldn't say he's warm. I mean, he seems serious. Yeah. He's running for DA. Well, Jeffrey yeah. is the real one. Warm. Oh, I was about they to got say. Jeffrey being Jeffrey. from Jamaica. <laughs> Jeffrey Jamaican. And he been putting his side on people. Who knows? <laughs> What's the name? Was probably Jamaican. Uh, in a Fresh Prince. You know what? They had they didn't give him that much of a backstory. Nah. But yeah, Jeffrey from Jamaica. He moved to London, and then he. Uh, yeah. Um. He out here. He doing Uncle Phil's bidding. Okay. So um, he's a fixer. Yes, he's a yeah. fixer. Okay. I like him. Okay. I like Jeffrey. <laughs> okay. I like Jeffrey. I was about to say, man, it's Jamaicans. Uh, is interesting how they got they uh they joined. So it's like. They had they were occupied by uh was it Spain? Yeah, they were occupied by Spain, but they didn't do anything with them. So, okay, Spanish influence. Then uh England came over and then they put Irish settlers over there too. Mm. So it's like this hodgepodge of Spanish, English, and Irish. So so yeah, that's why they you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and then right. from way, way back in the day. I can't remember the uh, column. Anyway, that's yeah. Don't worry going about that. T- I know your little rant. Yeah, man. Let me but, stop. I mean, again, I'm enjoying the show. Think you should watch it. Think y'all should watch it. Um, moving on. Uh, so, Love Is Blind season two. I'm gonna get y'all my spoiler talk real quick. So the finale came on. Finale is out. <laughs> so now we know who actually said yes at the altar and who said no. I'm gonna tell y'all who I thought was gonna say. It. Well, I'm just gonna go through the couples. First couple. Danielle and Nick. Who is who is that? You don't know these people. I don't know. Danielle and Nick. Uh, is this the black couple? No. Nick okay. was sweating so hard, I thought for sure he was going to say no. Oh. thought for sure. Danielle is clearly something right where she needs therapy. Jeez. They said yes. Asked, somebody on Twitter said, somebody on Twitter said, this man's body was doing everything in his power just to get him not to say yes, and he ignored it. Because this man sweated through his suit. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, next, we had Deep D and Abby Shay, who I talked about earlier. Deep D, she said no. I wasn't sure which way they were going to go, um, but I'm glad that she said no. Um, next, we had, uh, I believe, Natalie and Shane. Shane had a bunch of drama with Shayna. But Natalie, I thought they were going to say yes. But Natalie ended up saying no because apparently they hadn't gotten to an argument the night before. And he had told her that he hated her. <laughs> Yikes! And she was just like, he was like, we got into a really bad argument last night. But uh, I hope she says yes. You told this oh, woman that you hated her. Hold on, hold on. Is this the guy that was up there by himself on vacation? Oh no, just no. <laughs> she left. No, this isn't the same person that left. Shayna left Kyle, but that was a hot mess. They said Shayna's family is probably. A, where was Shayna's family on June, January 6th? They oh. were probably up at the Capitol. I believe they was. They was up there. Um, but yeah, so Natalie said no. And she said basically, she said that they have some real problems that they need to work out. And she said when she was walking in the aisle with her dad, she said she was just thinking about how safe and loved and secure she felt with him. And she said when she got up there with Shane, she said she didn't feel that. She said she just felt on edge. Mm. And then she said that let her know she needed to say. And I was like, yes, girl. Listen to your gut. More power to you. Mm-hmm. So I like I like Natalie. I like Natalie now. Okay. I, didn't, I wasn't sure how I felt about her, but I like her now. So she said no. She said no. Okay. And Shane is acting crazy. 
Cause so she she don't mind. She still want to try to work it out. They just have some problems they need to work through. But Shane is tripping. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So is Natalie the girl that the black dude? No. No, Natalie is the Asian girl, the Asian woman. Okay. Okay. So moving on, Salvador and Mallory. Mallory is the dirty girl that the black. Dude. Okay, the black Salvador dude was interested Mallory. in initially. I thought that Mallory was gonna say no. I didn't yeah. think they were going to get married, but I thought Mallory was going to say no. And actually, Salvador said no. Oh. He said that, that he just thinks they need to date more. And I said... Look at this. Clear heads. Clear heads, man. Clear heads. Shout out to Salvador. So, you know. Um, Mallory didn't seem too hurt by it. She said, you know, I think that's a good, good decision. Um, and then finally... The black couple. The black couple, Jared and Ayana. And... I wasn't sure how they were going to do. Honestly, I was hoping that Ayana was going to say yes because that taste of being second, just I just it, I can't get that taste out of my mouth. Yeah, Sierra missed the Sprite. Yeah, but they both said yes, and they both seemed like really, they really love each other. And honestly, Jared didn't even seem like he had a question of if he was going to say yes or no, no to her. So the fact that he seemed so confident, like at no point did he seem shaky in it. Like, after a whole, like, he was about to propose to Mallory and he was talking to her, after that, he didn't really seem shaky in it. Like, he was just like, yeah, I'm I'm in it. Which makes me think that they might work out, but I still, if I was Ayanna, I would still have some doubts, and that would have led me to say no. But hmm. she said yes, and so I wish the best for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. All right, that's nice to hear. Hopefully so they couples, that works out. Two couples got married, just like last season. Two couples got married, and the only couple I actually see last thing is Jared and Ayana. Nick and Danielle they need some therapy. Danielle specifically, Nick gonna get tired of dealing with that. Mm. But I also thought the same thing about uh, Amber and Barnett. That sounds like one person. And what's his name? His name is his name Barnett. Amber Barnett. Anyway, those two. I thought they weren't going to last, and they did, too, so. Okay. Ain't no telling. But, yeah, that's what happened on Love is Blind. Um, And then, finally, I mean, obviously, I watch a bunch of shows, but the only ones I'm going to talk about. I just want to say, Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. Need to stop. I saw what sees. No. Okay, well, Grey's Anatomy definitely needs to stop. Station 19 is still, they you know, they're still early in their run. What season? When you compare it to when you compare when you compare anything <laughs> to Grey's Anatomy, I think Station Nineteen is on season five, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was what what show was you watching when it was on season eleven? Five firefighter show. Oh, that's uh, Chicago Fire. Yeah, Chicago Fire. They need to stop. Yeah, I think Chicago Fire need to let it go. Yeah, I think they do need to let it go. Yeah, Station Nineteen is on season five. Yeah. Um. They gotta, yeah, Chicago Fire need to let it go. Yeah, they got to stop. Um, But they not. Because yeah, those Chicago not. shows. Yeah. They, they in it together. They bring it in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. So aside from the fact that Grey's Anatomy is in season like 20, um, they came back from their break for like two episodes. And then they went back on hiatus for weeks. And I was just like, yo, what the freak? To the point where it was just like at the end of the Grey's Anatomy episode, like something wild had happened. And I completely forgot because it was just like they randomly went on a break. And then I didn't know they was coming back. And then I was on Hulu yesterday. I was just like, oh, new episode. So I watched it. And I didn't even remember what had happened last episode. All American is back. All American been back. 
Oh, it went on a hiatus, then it came back, right? Yeah, but I don't watch All American while it's running. Oh, you wait until it's it hits Netflix. Yeah, okay. All American spinoff, All American Homecoming, has premiered, starring Corey Hardrick, Tia Tia Mari Hardrick's husband. What? Oh, I was about to say they ain't there together. No. No. What is he a coach? Yeah. (laughs) Of course he. (laughs) So I don't know. I might check that out before it hits Netflix. Funny. But you I don't know it? because I think though because obviously they gonna, they did a backdoor pilot which I watched, and I believe it happens after the main character graduates from high school and she hasn't graduated from high school on All American at the point that I'm at yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I should just watch All American first and wait. I don't know. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. The 4400, I believe, the finale aired and I watched it, and I don't know if it's getting renewed. Sad face. I mean, I don't really care. It was nice to see so many black people on the screen, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but that's all I got to say. Yeah. All right. Hey, bro. Got oh, I started watching Graceland. That's it. Graceland. Yeah, yeah, and I will... I just want to say this. Y'all men and y'all beards, man. Beards? Those beards be doing something. Because Manny Montana is on Graceland. Manny Montana is also in Good Girls. Manny Montana made waves from his appearance on Good Girls. On Good Girls. But on Graceland. Graceland, he kind of just like. He looked like a college senior. Yeah. he It reminds me of that dude, Jean from uh, Jean Whatever. What's that show? Bridgerton's? Bridgerton's? Oh, yeah. He up there with a beard on. People went crazy. He isn't doing nothing. What he got on? He ain't had no beard. He was in another show, no beard. Nobody knew he was in there. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a movie that I watched, no beard. I literally watched this movie like a month before Bridgerton came out, and I didn't even know that I had seen him <laughs> in anything before. <laughs> uh, <sighs> anyway. Well, you met me without one, so. Um, did you, you didn't have a beard when I met you? Mm-mm. Are you sure? I'm positive. You sure? <laughs> I'm positive. Okay. Yeah, you do be. I just you just looking drastically different with it without facial hair. We look like an orange, boy. We looking like an orange with a fro. I remember one time I was in the Tudor line, and I think you had got your facial hair. And I was just red. No, you came in there and your lips were just shiny. <laughs> and I was like, why is lips so shiny? The light hit the lips. <laughs> and I just remember I kept looking at you like, why are his lips so shiny? And AJ was like, you notice anything different about me? And I was just like, why are your lips so shiny? You funny. And to this day, the only reason I be noticing when you cut your facial hair is because your lips. <laughs> My lips be shiny. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> okay. All right. I think that's it. I think we covered everything. Mm-hmm. Just in time. Uh, yeah. Wait. Avery is staring at me. She got a death stare. She like, why are you talking? She probably hungry. I was asleep. Yeah. All right. Don't cry. All right, y'all. Well, that's going to draw another episode to a close. Yep. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, um, man. 
If you have any questions, comments, concerns, any topics you want us to talk about, you can send us. Send them to us on email at the blurry couple podcast at gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, you want to take part in any polls or just see what we're up to, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the blurry couple. And um, if you are listening to us on a streaming service and you're just like, I don't, you know, I don't really like, I'm not feeling this, you know, they, they hosted somebody that said the N word too many times. You can oh, follow gee. us. <laughs> you can follow us. Um, Everywhere except SoundCloud. And when you do follow us, please make sure to like, comment, like, share. Like, comment, share, rate, subscribe, subscribe all that good all stuff. That stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about putting something out on the YouTube. You should. You play enough. Horizon gameplay. Yes. Right under the uh, the 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 tones of my voice and your voice mm-hmm. on the podcast. Do it. But we'll see how that how that goes. Because do I even play Horizon long enough? The Just game been it. out for a week. Just do it. I All got right, about y'all. five hours in. This would have gone great before the whole spiel, but. I'm sorry. Apologize. As always, y'all. Until, Until next, next time. time. Blur it out. out. <laughs>